You're listening to Soul Keys Podcast with your host, Kelly T. Smith. Yep, that's me, here to guide you deep within and remind you that all of the answers you seek are within you. Check me out at www.soulsearchingzone.com and let's get started. Welcome to Soul Keys Podcast. My name is Kelly T. Smith, and today our topic is soul family. Actually, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about forgiveness, compassion, healing, and expansion. We're going to be talking about the different cycles of our relationships, when we know it's time to let relationship go, understanding when we're projecting onto someone else who they are based off our own insecurities or emotional wounds, and also being able to recognize when someone else is projecting onto us who we are and being able to kind of release ourselves from those projections and find for ourselves who we really are and release the past of relationships and heal the pain of relationships and then surrender. So this podcast is also about soul family, what that is, what that looks like, calling in new like-minded souls. So we're going to do a lot of healing old relationship paradigms and patterns and beliefs. And if you find that you tend to attract the same kind of a personality all of the time, just keep that in mind throughout this podcast so that we can identify what that pattern is. If there's a pattern that keeps happening in all your relationships, no matter what, even if what I notice, which is pretty amazing, is that even sometimes with a particular person that wouldn't normally act that way to other people, they are acting a specific way to me that's outside of their normal way of being. And when I recognize that, I say, okay, so that could be a projection. To me, projection means that I'm expecting the person I'm interacting to react to me in a specific way. And when I'm expecting the person that I'm interacting with to, to react to me in a specific way, it's like there's this unspoken energetic contract between us and that creates the dynamic. And as we learn to shift and to become aware and to release and let go of those old patterns and beliefs about how people are going to treat us, the key thing that comes up is that we need to learn to forgive. So we are at the end of 2018, moving into 2019. Spirit is really telling me, showing us today that we are coming into a brand new way of interacting with the people around us. So if you were to sum up the year of 2017, as far as your relationships and really recognize 
you know, what were my patterns this year with my friendships, with my spouse, with my family, with my kids? What was the huge dynamic that really requires you to look at, bring some healing to, some forgiveness, some compassion, and then let go so that you don't create that moving forward in 2019? So let's go ahead and look at key number one. Key number one is surrender your relationships to divine. So surrender your relationships to a higher power, surrender your relationships to God, to divine, and stop trying to control the outcome. In other words, in our relationships, when things are going sour and we, we keep trying to communicate, we keep trying to say, hey, when you do that, this, it makes me feel like this, but then the person doesn't hear you or continues to do the behavior. And you start to feel unheard or like you don't matter or like the person isn't listening or that they don't care. And that's when things get a little tricky because that isn't necessarily true. It's not that they don't care or that they're trying to ignore you. It's that you see them one way. And how you see them is also limiting how they can respond to you. So as you kind of just step back, let go of your emotional triggers, let go of your emotional projections, let go of your emotional wounds, and just take the time right now, especially if your relationships are in the upheaval, just take the time to pray, to send love, to stop trying to fix it. For me, I, I think one of the things that comes up a lot is that I don't like conflict. So every now and then, I mean, I'll hold back my feelings and then I'll get to a place where it's almost like I just have to say it and then there's no compassion or there might not be as much compassion the way that I say it as it could have been in the past. Or if I feel like I keep saying something to someone over and over again and they keep ignoring me, then I can get really frustrated like, why aren't you hearing me? And I think that really spirit is just coming through today to bring some healing and some greater awareness, understanding and a higher perspective to our relationships in general. And the first step to invite that healing into your world is to surrender. Look at the areas of your life and the people in your life where you know you have no control over their actions or behaviors. But the one thing that you have control over is how you, how they make you feel. I had this conversation with my kids the other day. They're like, so-and-so makes me feel like this. And it's amazing because when you stop and think about the only person that can make you feel any certain way is you. Your perception to what that person said is what made you feel that way. It's not necessarily because that person forced a specific feeling onto you. So when we separate that and we bring our awareness back to ourself of, okay, I'm feeling like this because of what they said. I perceived it to mean this. And then it brought me back to when this happened. And then it was like I was reliving this scenario over and over again, or it's a mirror of something that I was experiencing with this person, which was really, really hurtful and sad and made me feel bad. So that's, that's kind of how I tried to explain to my kids is, is you get to choose how something makes you feel. 
In other words, when you're in a situation with someone, you can go into the victim mode where you Somebody's ganging up on you. Somebody's making you feel a certain way. Somebody's being a villain. Somebody's being mean to you. Somebody's being hateful to you. Or you can look at it from an empowerment place of, I'm not going to buy into everything they're selling me because this doesn't feel good or this doesn't feel right or that doesn't resonate with me. We can think of the things that people bring to the table for us as an opportunity for us to check in on our relationships with ourselves. In other words, if somebody says something mean to you or something that upsets you, that's an opportunity for you to look within yourself and see, do I believe that about myself? Because if you already believe that about yourself, this person is simply just the messenger bringing back to you an awareness of a belief that you have about yourself that it may be time for you to let go of, to to have a new empowered belief about who you are and what you stand for. So when we go back and look at what it means to surrender, first we can have compassion for other people and understand that no matter what we think we see in regards to who they are and what they're trying to do or how they're trying to make us feel, there's much more going on with that picture than you can allow yourself to really understand at this moment. So give some compassion to them, send them love, let it go for now. Let that chatter in your mind of they said this and I felt this way or they did that and it made me feel this way and they are not seeing or hearing me and it makes me feel this way. If you can just step back from that and let it go for now, send compassion, send, send love, and then go within yourself to work on your relationship with yourself. You're going to see that things will work out on their own. It's when we keep pushing ahead with our personal agenda of how they made us feel and trying to hold them accountable for how they made us feel and then trying to make them feel bad for how they make how they made us feel that things start to get worse. So take a step back and surrender. My favorite way or the only way in my world to surrender for myself is through prayer and through, you know, centered focus of, okay, I realize that I am completely in my head. I'm completely in my emotional wounds at this time. So my interactions with this person is not going to be of love. It's not going to be of compassion. So if I step back, I go into prayer, I realign, I recenter, I get clear about who I am. I'm no longer confused about what they're projecting onto me or what I'm projecting onto them. But I go and I just kind of get renewed and take a step back and send love to them, send love to myself, and then release my need for the outcome of that relationship to be a specific way. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. And that is that many times in our life, at specific times in our life, when it comes to our relationships, it might be time we might feel like we're really struggling with someone because we're naturally feeling ourselves parting ways or growing away from that person. And especially if it's because we feel limited in 
who we can be around them, if we feel like we can't fly or we can't soar, we're not free to be our true self around them, then eventually we're going to kind of back away and things are going to go in a different direction or if they feel that way about us. And so when we feel a relationship naturally starting to part ways, one of our first immediate responses to that is to try to like hold on to it, try to fix it, try to heal it, try to make it better, try to do whatever we need to do and so that it doesn't go away. And I think that that ends up kind of making the conflict in the relationship even more intense because if we can just allow ourselves to be in the space of needing relationship healing and taking that relationship and focusing it back within ourselves, within our relationship, within ourselves, send them compassion, release control of whether or not that person is going to stay in our life, bless them with everything we have, and things just kind of take on a new miracle start to happen when we can really apply this process. And something spirit wants us to know is that many times it's not necessarily a parting ways forever. Sometimes you just need space to grow and then you come back together when the time is right. Because if you keep bumping up against each other's limited belief systems, bumping up against each other's insecurities, bumping up again each other against each other's emotional wounds and you come up to a place where there is no growth, eventually you will have to part ways in order to feel like you can expand into the person that you're becoming. And when that happens, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be forever. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're never going to speak to this person again. And it doesn't have to be a huge falling out and the conflict doesn't have to be a conflict. And, and when we let go of resistance and control of how things are going to turn out in the relationships, that's really when things start to kind of take on a life of its own and, and go into a more harmonious direction. So something I like to talk about a lot is a vibrational match. And I wrote that card probably um, it's in my Guiding Light Oracle Cards app. It's called the Vibrational Match Card. And the energy of the Vibrational Match is that if you are on a similar frequency with someone else, then the relationship is just, there's, it's just going to happen, right? It's just going to be natural. It's just going to be there. But when you start to evolve and grow into the person you are becoming, and let's say the person around you isn't ready to go there or doesn't really want to face change or doesn't or is afraid of losing you or you're afraid of losing them, then you might not end up being a vibrational match. In other words, you might not be sending out the same frequencies that made you a pair in the beginning. And when that happens, you can force, you can try really hard to keep things the way that you think they should be. But in truth, sometimes we just need to let go and grow and then we can come back together. So let's go ahead now and just pause for reflection, taking a moment to just 
look at all of that energy of our relationships for the year of 2018, looking at the people around us, how we made them feel, how they made us feel, and then recognizing that really the only person that can make us feel any way is ourselves. It is our decision to feel that way. So take a moment now and just scan back through the year and look at what was the most dominant trait, challenge, what was the most dominant thing that happened this year in your world? And what can you learn from that? Was this person your teacher? Were they coming forward with an opportunity for you to look at a pattern within you that it may be time for you to release now? Go ahead and just take this moment to go back and look at all of your relationship patterns for the year 2018. We're now going to move on now to forgive the past. Key number two, forgiving the past. I can't wait to see what comes through on the, on this part of the podcast, because actually forgiveness keeps coming to me in my dreams. It keeps coming to me and like just a random thought that I'll have as something that I'm supposed to speak about soon or, or write about soon and something I need to work on within myself. So it seems to be a message from spirit for all of us through this podcast is that forgiveness right now is a huge key as far as your healing process for moving forward. We need to look at what forgiveness means to you. How do you forgive what does forgiveness mean and what does that process look like? So we're, we're going to talk about that. So we all have a different idea of what forgiveness means to us and even how we apply forgiveness in our life. But for me specifically, when I tune in to the word forgiveness and ask for guidance on how to apply that, the message that I get is forgiveness is about letting go. Forgiveness is about letting go and making peace with the pain that we think someone caused us. So forgiveness is about letting that pain go. It doesn't even have to be about the person. It's more about Am I still holding on to the emotional wound, the emotional pain of that incident with that person or what they did to me and how that made me feel? Because when we forgive, that pain isn't always there for us to go back into and feed off of and it doesn't direct our decisions anymore. It doesn't it doesn't make us tiptoe around new opportunities, new people, new places. It it doesn't drive our motivations, ambitions our decisions anymore. When we, when we forgive, we let go, that pain becomes neutralized. It's no longer at the forefront driving our actions, our feelings. It's, it's no longer the reason why we make decisions, right? And so, but how do we get to that place where we can let go of the pain, the emotional wound of something that happened to us, 
because of someone else. We think, I really want to forgive like a parent or a, or a sister for betraying me or abandoning me or neglecting me or not taking care of me. But how do you forgive someone for doing something that really hurt you? And the first step is to let go of the pain by asking to see the bigger picture. Now, I know that this asking to see the bigger picture thing triggers a lot of people because when I ask you to see the bigger picture, what I'm really saying is there are different angles of our perceptions that we can access. And when we access different angles and we can see things through a different lens, through a different way, in in a way that we couldn't see them before, We see them through the lens of, okay, this was painful, but how did it make me a better person? Or this was painful, but if it hadn't happened, then this wouldn't happen and I wouldn't be here. So was it a blessing in disguise? But if we just focus on the perception of they did that, they did this, it created that, I'm in pain, I'm hurt, they humiliated me. So again, it's this outside influence of how somebody's making you feel because of the things that they've done. So forgiving them is about letting go of how they made you feel, having compassion, being willing to look at things, having compassion for yourself first and foremost, you know, honoring your feelings first and foremost, but being able to see a higher perspective of their situation. I'm going to give you an example now. Have you ever had like a a really close friend that you were just connected to at the hip, but then they stopped taking your calls or they stopped coming around or they weren't making as much of an effort or maybe the way they, they started to treat you was just like cold or just they just made it clear that something had changed between the two of you, but You could not let it go because it was painful. So you kept thinking, oh, I'm so angry at that person. How could they do that to me? So we make it about us. We make their behavior about us. How could you have abandoned me? How could you have just stopped talking to me? How could you have not wanted to be a part of my life anymore, right? But but really, if we stop for just a moment and set that aside, but we look at this other person and really become aware of what was going on in their life at the time, like maybe their life was falling apart and they just felt like they were going through a depression, but they couldn't reach out and they were going in a different direction and they saw you were going in a different direction and they were just slowly like, it was like the earth was just swallowing them up with everything that was going on. They were just going through a huge transformation. A lot of times when we go through a a lifetime transformation like that, everything is falling apart. Everything feels like it's being taken away, rearranged. Nobody's in our life anymore. We feel alone. We feel abandoned. We feel confused. We feel scared. So those, if if we can have compassion that something is going on with that person more than just how they decided to respond to you. We can neutralize that it's about us, that it's because we're bad or they don't love us anymore because we did something wrong. Because it isn't. It isn't about you. If a person makes a decision that is for them in that moment, we we give that decision back to them and it doesn't have to be because we're bad. Even if they say it's because we're bad, we don't have to buy into that. 
Even if it's because they say they don't like us anymore. We don't we don't have to buy into that something is wrong with us thing because that buying into those ideas is what gives us that pain. Buying into the idea of I am bad or not good enough it, it will create that pain. So when you're looking at the forgiveness Forgiveness is also about letting go of control, letting go. If that wouldn't have happened, this wouldn't have happened. If that wouldn't, if you would have behaved like this or done that or not done this or not done that. Like, so, so when you can become neutral to how you think things should have be and accept that things are the way they are and happen the way they happened and let go of needing to control that, then you can become neutral. And when you become neutral, that's a part of the forgiveness. That's a part of letting go. Forgiveness does not mean that I'm going to let you do this behavior to me over and over and over again. That is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is about you doing something for yourself so that that pain is no longer governing your actions, your motives, who you are as a person. So go ahead now and taking a deep breath. And let's pause for reflection and just think about all of the ways that all the what forgiveness means to you. Let's think about what does forgiveness mean to you? And can you see forgiveness in a new light in a way that helps you to neutralize the pain of the past and let it go just let it go don't let it run you anymore don't let it make your decisions for you any longer and just feel yourself having that release you don't have to hold that anymore It is what it is. It happened and you can let it go now. Key number three, getting clear about who you are. In the beginning of this podcast, I talked to you about how we can often project onto other people who we think they are. And we can also let them project onto us who they think we are. So they'll make assumptions about who we are and do this generalization distortion thing. Let me explain. So With subconscious work and hypnotherapy, we learn about what's called a generalization. So your mind, your brain, your conscious mind, your subconscious mind will sum up something and generalize it. So if you have one situation happen to you, you will kind of lump that into this always happens to me. And the reason why... Your brain does that is because there are billions of bits of information around you at all times. But in order for you to stay focused in this present moment, your brain, your subconscious mind has to block out other things. So it has a process called generalization and distortion. And it will it will pull on your beliefs and your perspective because it 
helps you to see your reality based on what you believe. So in other words, whatever you believe is what you will see and you won't be able to see anything other than that because of the process of generalizing. This always happens to me. That always happens to me. She always does that. He always does that. That isn't true. There isn't the, anything that has to do with generalization just isn't true. And it's because our supercomputer, our subconscious mind, is creating a reality for us, a field of vision for us to look through a lens of a perception for us to look through that, that then reflects back to us what we believe. So we say, oh, see, I told you so. And when we can let go, right, let go of what other people think about us or what other people are projecting onto us, and we can take a step back when they say, you're always doing that or you're always doing this or I always attract people who do this or that. And look, okay, these are my beliefs. And because these are my beliefs, I'm calling in people. I am projecting onto them that they're going to treat me a certain way. And now I'm going to sum up my whole year, look at who I have become and choose something new. I'm going to choose to see myself in a new light and I'm going to project that as something for people to like an energetic map for people to be able to interact with me on. So when you get clear about who you are and let go of how you think others perceive you, you're also reflecting, you're projecting onto people how they should perceive you, right? You're, you're sending that energy out. So as whatever you believe about you, others are going to believe about you too. So get clear about who you are and who you're not. Let go of any misconceptions, things that people keep saying that aren't true. Because like I said, there's a generalization and a distortion process happening with everyone, not just you. So people will see you through their limited perceptions and beliefs about how people treat them, right? We have to have compassion for ourselves and for other people because being human is complicated. There's so many things that go along with how and why we feel a certain way or why others treat us like that. So block out everything that you think you are because of how others define you and know that that isn't true. And then redefine who you are. Spend time with yourself. Get a very, very clear, who am I? What are my morals? What are my values? What makes me light up? What makes me feel good? What makes me happy? Where do I thrive most? What kind of people do I thrive around most? Sit down and really get clear about who you are, what you want, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, and let go of anything that is negative and redefine yourself. Because whatever you want to be, you already are. That's your soul telling you that that's who you really are. But we get lost in all of our confusion and the dysfunction that happens around us. So we really need to redefine who we are. 
And the final key for this week's podcast is call in like-minded souls. So this is call in your soul family. And again, we will often miss out on new relationships because we're holding on to the pain from the past. But I believe that the moment you sit in your soul energy and you say, I'm ready for new, amazing people to come into my life. I'm, this is the kind of person I want. This is the kind of, you know, interaction I want, this kind of relationship I want, and I'm ready for that. And then you, you project that energy out. It's like a call to your soul family and your soul family then becomes aware that you are calling them forward. And the only way we can truly call our soul family in is by making room for them, number one, growing into the next level of who we are so that we can be a vibrational match with them because they're just waiting for us. And then believing that we're worthy of those kind of interactions with people and calling them in. I'm going to go ahead and read you the soul family card from my intuitive life coaching oracle card deck now. You're getting ready to unite with members of your soul family. You have a special group of people waiting for you to come home. This card comes to you today to tell you that you are getting ready to unite with your soul family. A a soul family is a group of kindred souls that come together with a similar set of beliefs, ways of doing things, and view of the world. You will know when you've met them because you will simply feel at home and accepted in a way that you will never truly have been before. It will feel as if you've known them your entire life. This is because even though you've just met them, you've known them for many, many lifetimes. This is a special reunion and you will feel the after effects of meeting them for months to come. You are finally home and they have been waiting for you. This kind of connection is extraordinary feeling. They will understand you in a way that you have never experienced before and you will understand them as well. Don't be surprised when you realize you have a similar backstory as well as uncanny similarities. It's possible they will know what you're thinking even before you do. This is very exciting and it's what you have been waiting for. If you have not met them already, you soon will. So take a moment to just sit in meditation and call in your soul family or even write in your journal what what kind of relationships are you ready for? Because when you're ready to move into that next level of relationships, maybe it's like relationship emotional maturity levels of our ability to have relationships with people then you need to get very clear about what interactions you want from people right what what kind of person are you looking for and then you need to hold that energy and send it out like a call and and in meditation ask for your soul family to come forward And again, the only way they can come forward is if we make room. We have to make room by letting go of the past, forgiveness, letting go of relationships that are falling away, that are falling apart, that are no longer for your highest and best good, so that you can put energy into the new relationships that are coming forward. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast. My name is Kelly T. Smith. Um, I am redoing my website. Just a quick note. Um, Please do find me on 
Facebook. I have a group called Intuitive Life Coaching with Kelly on there, so you can join me in there. I also have a Facebook page called Intuitive Life Coaching with Kelly. My current website is www.soulsearchingzone.com, but you'll notice I'm changing it up and I'm making it a a place for collaboration podcasts because I work with other people podcast people who have spiritual podcasts. I mentor them and I help them put their podcast up. And if you're interested in that, please do shoot me an email at intuitive life coaching with Kelly at gmail.com. If you're somebody who's looking for a podcast and kind of wants to know more about what I have to offer. So when you go to soulsearchingzone.com, that's what you'll see is it's becoming more of kind of a podcasting website. And I am rebuilding my website, which I'll launch next week and that has all my services offerings. I do classes, I do group coaching, I have hypnotherapy sessions on my website you can purchase and um, I will be giving you that website name next week. So check out soulsearchingzone.com. You'll see that there's a few different, um, I have so far we have four podcasts available for you to listen to and really just kind of enjoy those beautiful meditations we have inspirational speakers it's awesome so thank you guys for listening i hope you have an amazing 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 happy holidays and merry christmas thanks again